Welcome back to another episode of Stall Warning. If you've been listening for weeks, you already know who I am, but in case you don't, I'm Ponchito Ojeda. Alongside me is John Murray. John, this is season two, just to be safe. We are still in that season. How are you doing today? Good. Just got done with a move this weekend. I am exhausted. Yeah, I, I bet. It It looks like you're all moved in except for the multiple boxes behind you. <laughs> yeah, we're on video now, so you can see our little wine storage uh, cardboard yeah. situation. A lot of wine. Yeah. You know, you live in Napa Valley long enough, it starts to pile up. Yeah, it starts to pile up. Well, you're obviously just not drinking it fast enough, that's what I say. Oh, man. So uh, I saw in the news, is there going to be snow in California today? Uh, in the mountains, it looks like we have an atmospheric river, whatever that means, heading right towards us. All I know is we have practice today um, for four to seven for our boys, and I am bringing my rain gear, head to toe, covered. Uh, yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be cold. It's going to be rainy. It's going to be challenging, but, uh, yeah. people you know, don't know Northern California lacrosse in the spring isn't always 75 and sunny. It gets, it can get pretty bad. Yeah. We're, it's not San Diego. That's for sure. No. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, dude, did you, uh, let's hop right into it. Did you see the news on jail Ruppert, uh, to Holy Cross? Um, I did. I um, I saw that. I mean, we were talking about the Holy Cross job being open um, and kind of what that meant for, you know, the program that's kind of been in a little bit of turmoil with their head coaching um, head coaches. So uh, hopefully this guy can come in and, you know, steady the ship. Yeah, I mean, Repper, like, does, I'm not sure that a lot of people outside of, like, you know, the coaches who coach in D1 have heard his name very often. Mm-hmm. You know, Maryland's always synonymous with John Tillman. So, you know, seemingly in the past few years. Uh, so it seems like, you know, this hire is sort of like maybe a, a quieter name, but, you know, probably a great hire. Uh, you know, just statistic, statistically, he joined Maryland in 2015. He's been on staff for six Big Ten championships, four Final Fours in the 17 NCAA championship. Um, he's a former Navy player. You know, I, I think it's a great hire for a couple of reasons. The first is, you know, he learned under Tillman, who is probably one of the few coaches to really see Harvard to, like, uh, continuous success. Mm-hmm. You know, it's, Harvard's so challenging to be successful at with yeah. the <laughs> academics. <laughs> you know, it's sort of known for its academic you mm-hmm. know, institution. And they have they haven't seemed to have, like, year-over-year success very often. And, and Tillman sort of broke that trend. Um, so I think he sort of have learned some tools on how to be successful and sort of maybe the small market concept. Mm-hmm. And then I also think his service will be beneficial in sort of creating that sort of discipline buy-in, like, hey, yeah, I sort of, yeah, I've done the work, you know, you can't sort of like question his ethics, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? No, I mean, I, I, I like it. I mean, I think Maryland's kind of been, um, you know, the standard last five, six years as far as D1 programs, um, you know, it's, it's not just been like they've had their big name guys, but um, they're always replacing them. There's always a new guy, you know, wearing that number one who's dominating D1 lacrosse um, and the culture they had. I mean, you see it continue into like the pro game where the Maryland guys are really tight um, with each other. I mean, that Whip Snakes team, the PLLs, all those former Maryland guys. Um, 
so yeah, I mean, if you can just bring a little bit of that magic to Holy Cross, which, um, I mean, it's it's a big name school in the East Coast. Like people people know Holy Cross; they want to go there. Um, I think they could definitely, if they get it together, it can be a good D one team. You know, it's not yeah, like he's been, you know Jude Law and Peter Burke both did a nice job of being competitive, right? Yeah, Jude Law, <laughs> Judd Lattimore. <laughs> Jude also, Law. I was like, also, also like Jude Law. And then both their names start with J. Uh, Judd Lattimore and uh, Peter Burke both did a nice job of being competitive. So I think like he's not walking into a yeah. you know, non-competitive team. Um, you know, and obviously from him, the fallout then for Maryland was they were going to have to find an assistant. And sort of there was a lot of speculation on, you know, it could be the domino effect. And then lo and behold, Bobby Benson comes out of retirement to uh, join the staff. What do you think? Uh, Maryland didn't really look uh, too far for their new assistant coach. Um, well, he had relocated to Atlanta, so they had to look, you know, quite the distance. But yeah, quite the distance. Yeah. <laughs> um, no, it's definitely good. You know, you get the the name recognition for a guy who, you know, you need that respect level when you're in that D one coaching room. You need, um, you know, to listen to the guy who's barking out the orders. Um, and this, I mean, he's got. The resume to back it up being at Hopkins for that long and uh that means something yeah I, I love I love Benson I think he's a really good coach knows his stuff um you know I, I mean a note here is is anyone else think it's a little bit weird to see a Hopkins guy in red though <laughs> I mean Benson's been with Hopkins for better part of 20 years and as a player and then as a coach and you know see him in the red would be a little bit odd but you know, what I think he does bring is, you know, he sort of made the most out of his players. And so I think he'll get the most out of some of those guys. And, mm-hmm. you know, with his ability to sort of uh, use a two-man game and use deception, I only see Maryland's offense getting, you know, staying where they are getting better. So I think it'll be a good thing for, for Maryland. And, you know, Hopkins' offense has always been, you know, lethal. Um yeah, and he's guy. definitely got the talent in Maryland to, you know, make a run this year with uh, yeah, yeah. Bernhardt coming back. I mean, <laughs> that helps. Yeah. Suck. yeah, and then Wisnowsis is back and Fairman's back. You know, there's some... And then they're Maryland, so they probably have some five-star recruits coming up. Right, right. Yeah, I think um, I think the Mayo is also back, I think. But I'm not sure about that. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah, I think that's a big pickup. So, you know, coaches sort of uh, the the coaching transfer portal, if you will, was alive and and well. But uh, you know, let's move on to the player stuff. Uh, you know, Stephen Rapis was reported to to be leaving the transfer portal, saying his cues, assuming all that stuff gets worked out, which is which is great to hear. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, good news for cues they they could use Rapis and his speed. Uh, but probably the biggest news in the whole thing was TD entered the transfer portal, and and now uh, broke breaking news. This morning, I heard it from you. Was it was it reported by IL? I assume. Um, I mean, the post game podcast is trying to claim uh, ownership of breaking that news. I'm <laughs> not 100 percent sure that's correct. I'm trying to find a you know a little bit more reputable source than a um, a startup podcast. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it seems like he uh, made his mind up on uh, on Denver and is heading there and uh, just not taking his chances on if Ivy League is going to play or not this year. Does that catapult Denver to immediately Final Four material? 
Uh, yeah, I mean, they get uh, Kotler and Morrill from uh, Yale already. They get TD Ireland. Um, I'm a big Jack Hanna guy. I think he's a legit top five midfielder in the game. Um, and then I think it really just hinges on if that young uh, defense they had last year can make that leap. You know, at sometimes they were starting four freshman long poles last year. And if they can, you know, get that in, I mean, it sucks that they didn't have a full year to really develop and play at the D1 level. But I think if they can get that together, yeah, they they have, you know, the best defensive player in the game is TD Ireland because if you have him on your team, you're not playing a whole lot of defense. <laughs> yeah, you know, if uh, I would say it's a definite final four run if there wasn't a shot clock with the shot clock that maybe changes things a little bit. But you know, certainly they're going to be hard to keep out of that top four only because, you know, they're going to get at least uh, yeah. two, you know, two to one kind of possession counts. I mean, we're getting some super teams in college across this year. I'm, I'm pumped. Well, think about it like this. You have Duke versus Denver. Who are you taking? Yeah, that's that's tough. I mean, I'm, I taking, mean, I, I'm, I'm taking I'm taking Duke because I've been on the they're the best team for a while, and I think TD. I mean, it helps. We'll have to see if Duke can win some faceoffs, but I'm not betting against Mikey Sowers with a Duke team around him. Yeah, it's uh, it, it's getting interesting. It's going to be a really interesting year, um, mm-hmm. you know, in lacrosse, and and just hopefully we get to play it. Um, you know, speaking of playing it. Uh, you know, the Ivy League uh, posted out that there's, um, you know, no change to where they are right now. They'll make a decision later. Any thoughts on what you think is going to happen there? Um, I'm, you know, my mom always used to say to me, the best predictor of future behavior is past performance. I had that drilled into my head. Um, so based off that, I mean, I'm not optimistic that Ivy League is going to play. I would probably say they played safe and no no lacrosse at least maybe a delayed start like um big 10 did for football this year um i could see that at the very least but if i had to um go all in i would agree with td and just get out if you're a 50 year senior if you're on your last year and you want to play find another school yeah you think do you think jeff t's going to transfer portal then that's an interesting question yeah i don't He's kind of the, the other big um, fifth-year senior in the Ivy. Um, yeah. I don't know what the recruiting rules are, but if I'm another school, I'm definitely re- sliding in those DMs and seeing what he's what he's thinking. That is that is definitely against the rules. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure, but you know, I'm sure. I'm sure if he uh, is thinking about leaving, he's told someone who can tell someone. So. Yeah, some I'd be an anonymous Twitter egg sliding in there trying to figure out. Oh man, no, it's Twitter. Right? That's great. That's great. Um, cool, man. Well, hey, the season opens this weekend. Mercer versus Bellarmine and Utah versus the aforementioned Denver. Are you going to pick? Let's get our picks here. Are you going with the upset with the Utes over the Pios? You're no. not. <laughs> no. No. Uh, I'd be I'd be surprised if this was a close game. If I'm being honest, um, right, Utah. So- Utah is great. Um, I mean, they're up and coming. This isn't. I don't want to like slide Utah, but it's Denver. They're they're a powerhouse. Um, Utah wants to be Denver. You know they want to be that West Coast um, prominent school, and Denver laid the groundwork for it. But 
They're not there yet. Denver, Denver takes this. Denver takes it. What's your score? Let's go uh, 15-8, Denver. Awesome. I'm also taking Denver. I don't think it's even close. I love Gittleman. I love Will Manny. I love uh, Holman. Brian Holman, Marcus Holman. I think that they're awesome. I think they've done a good job with Utah so far. I don't think <laughs> but, that they but. are going to get there. <laughs> Uh, I am going with a 17-7 to score. Uh, the other game we have going is Mercer versus Bellarmine. A little bit more interesting in terms of uh, more evenly matched teams, I think. Uh, who are you taking? Uh, Mercer in this one. Uh, they have – was it Goldstein? Who's the guy at Mercer who was tearing it up last year? He's got that uh, all-time photo of him in this bucket with his glasses on. Yeah, I don't remember. I don't remember his name. Oh man, uh, yeah, I'm taking Mercer in this one. Um, Bellerman's just never uh, gotten it going. Uh, it's a really. Have you been? Have you seen Bellerman's campus? I have not, but it's not too far from where I live, so I should go there. Yeah, no, it's it's. I mean, it's it's a really nice campus. Um, I did actually look into the school a little bit when I was in my college process, but taking taking Mercer in this one. Uh, let's go. 12 to 7, Mercer. Wow, you think the Mercer defense is going to be on point? Uh, I'll, I will take <laughs> the Knights. You're going to take the Knights? And I believe that both teams will be a little bit sloppy because um, it's early February lacrosse. Not even February, it's January. January lacrosse. And, uh, you know, that's going to be a little bit sloppy. So I'm going to go with a 12 11 uh, Knights over Mercer. But uh, we'll see how it turns out. So. John, any other uh, any other things you want to share with the with the people? Uh, just excited to watch some college across this weekend. Hopefully, we can see some of those games. Um, we do have, I think, the big one is next Friday, Duke Denver. That's going to be awesome. Um, good to see if Duke lays an egg in February. I don't know if you've been on uh, on Twitter, but everyone's uh, definitely going after Duke for their early February. Losses they seem to have every year. Um, yeah. Everyone's circling that Duke Air Force game, um, but just excited that uh, you know lacrosse is happening again. It's been too long. I think the last time we had lacrosse was like PLL um, bubble um, for that high level of lacrosse. Um, so excited! Yeah, yeah, that'd be awesome. Yeah, I'm actually contemplating trying to go down to that game. I got to find out if they're gonna let fans in, and then uh, and then I'll have to suit up into full. COVID safety attire so I don't get any diseases. <laughs> but uh, yeah, man, well, awesome. Well, well, good connecting with you and uh, good talking about this stuff. Uh, as always, we enjoy you guys listening to the podcast. Rate us, review us, uh, subscribe, and Apple Podcasts. And you can follow us on social media at 101 underscore LAX on Instagram and at 101 Lacrosse on Twitter and Facebook. Until next week, peace out. still see us right now. I haven't hit stop yet. <laughs>